0: Good morning and welcome to Green Tea Conversations, the radio show that delves into the pages of Natural Awakenings Magazine to bring you the local experts who share progressive ideas and the latest information and insights needed so you can lead your best life. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings Magazine, and I'm honored to bring these experts to you. Today's guests are Richie Mann, a salmon steward and the Minnesota Community Manager for Sitka Salmon Shares, which is a community-supported fishery that provides salmon and seafood shares delivered right to your door, as well as Lauren Berry, creator of Dancing Gnome Farms, which offers vegetable grown vegetables grown without chemicals and fresh-pastured pork. Welcome to the show, Richie and Lauren.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much. Nice to be here.
0: So, Richie, you have been here before.
1: We're old friends. We're old
0: friends. (laughs) You've been in the studio before, but today... You brought in with you some delicious salmon that is in our studios and smells absolutely delicious.
1: <laughs> Freshly cooked this morning, yeah. My, I, against my wife's better wishes that our house smells like fish, but <laughs> it happens on Isn't that basis. a
0: good thing, it right? Is, it is,
1: yeah.
0: And so today you have, uh, for us to sample and for everyone here in the studios to sample, some... Coho salmon,
1: yeah, silver coho salmon, line caught, wild line caught from uh, southeast Alaska, from our very own fishermen.
0: And this is something that's coming into season now.
1: Yes, very shortly we'll be cut, we'll be catching coho. Right now we're we're in the middle of king and keta, um, and a little bit of sockeye too. So coho is going to come in soon.
0: Oh my goodness. So tell everybody a little bit about Sitka Salmon Shares if they haven't heard the previous show and yeah. they want
1: to know what it's all about. Absolutely and we're running ads too with AM950 all the time too so if you miss it now um, listen to an ad. So we, yeah we, we are a we're a community supported fishery. We're the largest community supported fishery in the nation east to west coast. We have about 6,000 members and um, amongst us there are about 40 or so other CSFs all around and what we do as a collaborative is you <laughs> connect people with their fish and their fishermen. So there's a direct line supply chain from, from our fish the moment we catch it, to the moment we freeze it, to the moment we bring it to our, our members doors, we control that supply chain. So we know it's fully transparent, which is a which is a rarity in the seafood industry and we're trying to change that. So hook and line caught traditional catching of these fish. We do 21 different varieties of fish all the salmon, minus pink and then a bunch of other delicious white fish. So we just we portion it out, we put it in a box, we send recipes and people eat it it's really simple
0: well and as a member I have to say it thank is you for de- your support. delicious yeah. delicious fish <clears throat>
1: thank you yeah we it, we really we, we kind of mirror ourselves to an uh, like an artisan cheese maker or a beer maker in that we take a lot of care and labor into our product so it really it shines at the end
0: and the interesting thing is you're you're kind <clears throat> of localized. Yeah, in the Midwest.
1: Correct? Absolutely, yeah. Our our base, our headquarters, is in Galesburg, Illinois, and then we have what we call good fish hubs in um, the Twin Cities here, which I manage, and then uh, Madison, Wisconsin, and Chicago, Illinois. So we are very much Midwest based. We have this this uh, salmon pipeline, this is what our our president calls it, from a, a good pipeline from Alaska to the Midwest, and we do ship nationwide, but uh, our core is here.
0: Yeah, so, mm. but I mean, it's great that we in the Midwest can actually get this fish yes. straight from
1: Alaska. Right.
0: And really be able to get the quality that a, a lot of places would not be able to get.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly.
0: And Lauren, you are with Dancing Gnome Farms. So tell us a little bit about Dancing
2: Gnome. Yeah, so I started Dancing Gnome Farm in 2014. And we've been growing veggies, all sorts of veggies. We grow, like, over 40 different types of veggies. There's over 200 different varieties of seeds that we grow. And we grow oh them goodness. all all without, without chemicals. Um, and we really strive to, to grow in a sustainable way. We're always learning new things, trying new things, um, to try to, to make our practices as sustainable as possible. And we bring, we bring our veggies up to the Twin Cities. I grew up in the Twin Cities, so it feels like coming home every week. And we have a small CSA, which is community-supported agriculture. And then we also go to the Hopkins Farmer's Market. And
0: so Dancing Gnome Farm is located where?
2: We are down in Wabasha, Minnesota. So if you just hop on the Mississippi and go south for a while, pull off in Wabasha, and we're just nestled up right before you go up the bluffs. Oh beautiful mm-hmm. beautiful it's a gorgeous spot.
0: And so today we wanted to have you both in the studio so that we could talk about com- community supported agriculture and community supported fishery oh. or fishing excuse me. So let's start off with the fishing. So what makes community supported fishing? so important why should why should people get involved
1: yeah absolutely you know i think the csa model has been around for a long time and it's it's a common thing to know who your farmer is so you have the ability to in the midwest more opportunity to but not as much for fishermen and partly because we're landlocked and we're nowhere near an ocean Uh, but even west and east coast you don't always have the uh, availability to do that and so it's it is important because Fish is one of the most widely eaten proteins on the planet, but there is very little um, transparency and traceability. So there's, there's complications of labeling. People don't, you know, mislabeling of species um, in, in restaurants or grocery stores where people are buying, putting a lot of their hard-earned money into a, a fillet of fish. And sometimes it's not even the fillet they're buying. It's not even the species they're buying. And then um, even worse than that, there's a lot of problems within the fishing practices. You know, large, large amounts of fish are trawled. Um, and not all trawling is bad by any means, but... Um, and when you say trawling, what do you mean? Trawling is, uh, in, in a general sense, is giant nets dragging the ocean bottom, mm-hmm. which... Um, Typically, destroy the fish's ecosystem in which they live by uh, by scraping at the bottom, and then it collects hundreds of tons of fish at a time. So, these fish are are um, suffocated and bruised, and often the quality is very low because they're sitting on tenders, which are gathering boats for large periods of time before they're even being processed. And then the bycatch, which is really the the big thing, is really high. Bycatches um, any, f- any fish species that, that fishermen or boat isn't targeting. Um, and then, um, you know, oftentimes that isn't u- used to the, the, the best of its ability, um, meaning that it's just wasted oftentimes or used for other things that um, aren't important, I think. So it is very important to know that your fisherman is practicing sustainable, ethical fishing. Um, and we we do that, and when when our members get their boxes, it will say on that box it says the fishing vessel, um, and it says the fishermen that caught it. And these fishermen, we have twenty seven that own the company, and then we have a few that we contract out as well that meet our same standards. And so, <clears throat> regardless, you're getting you're you knowing that, and um, and that's why it's important. It's about important to know where your food comes from, not just terrestrial food. It's you know we're we're an ocean world, you know. Yes.
0: So your fishermen actually own. Part of the company. That's
1: right. Yep. yep. Which
0: that is huge. I mean, it they're is. gonna. They want to make sure that the quality that you're getting is this, the best.
1: There, you know, they have skin in the game, and um, you know, a lot of our fishermen they can average upwards of ten thousand more dollars a year in their pocketbook by being uh, owners of our company. And we're, we're growing that every year, we're trying to create more uh, space for more fishermen to buy in and be part of this company because it's that guarantee. I mean, it's just like the, you know, you have members in your CSA, Lauren, and you have a guaranteed share every year that you can then um, invest in more farm equipment or, you know, whatever it is you need. And that's so important when you're living off the land or the ocean. Mm-hmm. You
0: know. yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that. So a lot of people, um, You know, more and more people are getting involved with CSAs, which is great. I love to see that happening in our community. I love to see us being able to support our local farmers. But why is it so important for a farmer to have these CSAs that are... Kind of pre-sold and guaranteed.
2: Yeah, so so the CSA model is pretty unique for farmers. When you think about a farmer's growing season, a lot of our costs are front-loaded. So, you know, we start buying supplies for our seed mix, and we buy all of our seeds and all those, the compost, the things that we're going to add in. That happens in January, February, March, and we don't start getting product out until several months after that. And so what CSAs do, the, the community-supported part here, is... Folks are, are paying in upfront. They're buying their shares early in the season, and that gives us a little bit of cash flow. It sort of acknowledges that seasonal cash flow challenge that a lot of farmers have um, and helps out with that at the beginning of the season. And then in return, we provide the freshest food, so all the things that are fresh every week go into the boxes for our members all season long. So it's kind of that that seasonal seasonal shift for for the farmers and then for our members
0: and when does the
2: season usually start when do
0: people start to receive their shares
2: we now we have an early spring share so those shares start as early as like the second week in april and those are yeah so we have a a high tunnel which is an unheated space but it's a, a tunnel of a plastic hoop structure Um, and just the light from the sun heats it up enough in there that we're able to grow right in the ground and we have early greens coming out so this spring we had salad mix and arugula and spinach and radishes and scallions and cilantro and all these things that in march when it's still there's still in april i guess there's still snow on the ground sometimes and all those things that our bodies really crave um, so that our spring share runs eight weeks in April and May, and then our main summer share starts in mid-June and then runs through through mid-October.
0: Well, if anybody has ever had a fresh greens in march and april it is amazing because not only do our bodies crave it at that time and we're like dying to have something really fresh so but it's also and- yeah <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is with it is uh it's so the greens that are coming out are so sweet they like are, they're, it has yeah. a completely different flavor when they're coming out that early in the year
2: and, and part of the reason, maybe you already know this, is plants put on sugars as antifreeze. So that's what helps them the leaves keep from freezing when they're sort of riding that frost line. And that's why in the early spring and in the fall, all those veggies, the greens, the spinach, the carrots get really sweet. So that's, that's why our carrots are better than those California carrots.
1: And that's why it's important to know your farmer, because that sort of knowledge isn't passed through a grocery store. No. That is passed through farmers. Yes. Yeah.
0: When we come back, we're going to continue talking about the CSA and CSFs. And if people would like to learn more about what you do, they can visit com or com. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we will be right back.
3: Chances are, after spring cleaning, you missed a spot. A couple really big spots, like your roof and siding. Run your fingers across your siding. You'll likely get a gross residue. And your roof probably has some lax streaks too. Your roof and siding aren't always easy to clean, but they're definitely the most visible parts of your home that give it its curb appeal. So let Blue Sky Services clean your roof and siding. Blue Sky's safe soft wash method won't cause any damages and will make your home look like new. Right now, Blue Sky Services is running their summer special where you can get your whole house, roof and siding clean starting at only $447. That's the most viewed parts of your home clean for only $447. Then mention AM 950 when you call Blue Sky Services to get an additional $50 off. So get the curb appeal back on your home and call Blue Sky Services at 952-467-2447. That's 952-467-2447.
4: Finding the best foods the Twin Cities has to offer is easy with EatLocalMinnesota.com. Offering the top local and independently owned restaurants, EatLocalMinnesota.com has everything from burger joints to cocktails and fine dining. It's Greek to me has been a family-owned Lynn Lake landmark since 1982. Under new ownership, the Janakis Karas family offers classically inspired modern Greek cuisine in a sublime space with gracious hospitality. Be sure to visit their charming bar and explore wines and specialty drinks from Greece. Find It's Greek to Me at 626 West Lake Street in Minneapolis or at its itsgreektomemn.com. Pruner's Lounge and Supper Club invites you to check out their beautiful facilities for your next special occasion. Book your wedding reception, retirement party, business dinner, or other special event with confidence knowing their expert staff and award-winning chef will make it a big hit with your guests. Call today to get a quote, 763-571-9020.
1: Does your dog deserve food that is as wholesome as the food you feed your family? Food that is natural without artificial ingredients? At Total Dog Company, we carry Nature's Logic brand dry and canned foods. Nature's Logic pet foods are made without any synthetic vitamin mixes or other synthetic nutrients. All the goodness comes from real food. Find Nature's Logic at Total Dog Company in New Hope right off of 169 at 9432 36th Avenue North and at TotalDogCompany.com.
0: Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings Magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're talking with Richie Mann, a salmon steward and the Minnesota Community Manager for Sitka Salmon Shares. That's kind of a tongue twister. It's a mouthful. Every time we say it, I know. It's Sitka, Sitka. Salmon
1: Shares. Yep. <laughs> you can call and
0: it SSS. SSS. Yep. And Lauren Berry, creator of... Dan- Gnome Farms and Head Farmer.
2: Yes indeed that's <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> so just before the break you guys were uh, introducing us to both community supported agriculture and community supported fishing and we were just getting into what makes greens so sweet and you had shared before I had to uh, interrupt you to get down to our and to our commercials but you were sharing that the reason that the greens are so sweet is because in the cold they're going to create almost they use sugar as an antifreeze you said yeah, basically yeah. it keeps <laughs> so it not keeps anti-freeze their from
2: freezing <laughs> no it just changes that freezing point for the all the things in there in their leaves
0: and so that's the reason why the greens are so sweet in the springtime and in the fall. Mm-hmm. And they're always telling us those are the best times to, like, uh, grow our spinach and yeah. kale and, and yeah. be able to harvest them. But you also said that works with other vegetables as well. So yeah. what are some of the other vegetables that are?
2: A, lo- a lot of things. will everything will kind of sweeten up in the fall. So carrots, your radishes, um, they'll, they'll lose a little bit of that bite, like that summer Summer kind of makes radishes get that extra spice, but they get a little sweeter in the fall. Um, yeah, so every, everything gets, all your greens, your broccoli gets really sweet. Um, yeah.
0: So it's really interesting to think about, like, how you want to cook with the vegetables too based on when you're getting them in.
2: Definitely. It's a whole other level of seasonal eating. Even your carrots can change flavor as you go through the season.
0: And so if our vegetables are grown in large by large farms, by commercial farms, we're not getting that same type of time where they're being able to produce that sugar content.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I think I don't know. On a small farm, there, we just have lots of small successions of things. So we plant carrots several times, and we plant greens several times, and we try to time it so that we have a nice variety of things coming out, and it's all all harvested and then right to our right to our members within you know a day or two turnaround. So it's always really fresh.
0: Yeah, I was. Uh, it's kind of funny. I grew up on a farm, Did you? so I my parents gardened all the time, so yeah, we yeah. always had fresh vegetables, and I loved it. My husband grew up in the city, uh-huh. and so his family always bought their vegetables from grocery stores, and um, he could not believe the difference. Like every time he eats something that comes fresh from the farm or from a farmer's market, he's always like can't believe how much different it tastes it's huge yeah he was also a little stunned at how yellow eggs are
2: <laughs> how orange Those they are yolks. the yolks
1: oh, good. i can speak personally to the quality of lauren's vegetables it, uh, my family and i are csa members this year with dancing gnome and um it's incredible we just had some of your kohlrabi i can't stop talking and thinking about your kohlrabi oh my gosh it's incredible it's really she takes you take incredible care to your vegetables It's really great
0: Kohlrabi is not something that a lot of people get Or they even know how to use So what's like a great way to use kohlrabi?
2: Oh man! Well, it is for those of you who don't even know what it is. It looks kind of like a crazy spaceship. It's like a, a cool bulb with these cool leaves coming up. They come in lots of different varieties. Some are green, some are purple. Um, but the inside is this this crunchy, delicious, mild. It's part of the like cabbage, radish family. So sometimes it has a little bit of spice to it, but it's more mild than radishes. Um, we love to just like chop it into matchsticks and eat it with hummus or dip or anything like that. You can just gobble it up Um, some folks like to shred it into coleslaws. it adds a nice little Mm -hmm. crunch just a different texture Um, yeah you can also roast it you can cut it into fries and roast it and have kohlrabi fries but mine usually don't make it to the oven I usually eat
0: eat it before it gets there yeah (laughs) kohlrabi is always great raw yeah (laughs) so Richie you were also uh, telling us during the break that Something similar happens. So like the sugars that are created in the vegetables as it gets colder, you said you also have kind of an example of how that... uh, Play, plays out with fishing as well. Yeah, so.
1: there's yeah, there's only a translation. And Alaska is known for the the most like nutrient rich waters in in the world. You know, parts of it's because of the the ocean currents and the cold water and just the uh, the plethora of food on the lower end of the food chain that is developed there. But then the other part that makes our fish so incredible, and specifically our salmon and our salmon runs, are some of the areas in which these salmon spawn. Um, as most people know, these these fish um, return to the ocean and and then they return back to their spawning beds um, <clears throat> where they are born. And those runs, those that length of, of journey for these salmon is, is really long in some of these regions that we fish. That means that these fish biologically are programmed to know that we have a long journey in front of us, so they put a ton of fat on, right? So these fish, um, um, some of the species, are very high in fat content. Especially king coho, not as much, but um, a little less, but still higher fat, and so that's what makes it really special: is that these areas that they spawn in are long journeyed for the salmon, so they have to prepare, and then we get to reap the benefits of all that delicious fat, which our bodies, the omega threes, the long chain omega threes, the DHA, and all that stuff that we need to develop and learn, and yeah,
0: all the good fat,
1: all the good good fats, yes, yes. good yes. fats that we need. <clears throat>
0: Plus, it makes the fish so delicious, yes. Very nutrient rich. <clears throat> so you guys are actually um, at some of the local farmers markets as well. So are you? You are at the Hopkins
2: Farmers Market. Yeah, we are at Hopkins Farmers Market every Saturday from seven thirty to noon.
1: Yeah. We just started doing Hopkins as well. So we're farmers market program for Sick like, of Salmon is is not new in other regions, but it's new to Minnesota. So we have we're doing about six different mar- markets and one of those which I was most excited about that Lauren turned me on to was the Hopkins Farmers Market. And it's just it's one of the older ones, about sixteen years, maybe I don't know, longer. Longer
2: than that, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's really like down to earth, super great people, the amount of farmers and produce. You have two stands there, right? And there's lots of other vegetables and produce that are happening. And then we're the only fish uh, purveyor there. So we kind of have um, an ability to to talk to people about something that hasn't been there before. So we get, we're getting a lot of big eyes like, oh my gosh, you have Alaskan fish here. And so the response has been incredible at Hopkins. We've just felt at home. So people
0: are going to come back again and again <clears throat> to get their fresh fish.
1: Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And we're, we're not there every single week, but we're there there on a rotating basis, um, but you can find out when we're going to be there on our website at our farmers market page. But yeah,
0: and Richie, you're also at several other mm-hmm. farmers markets across
1: yeah. Minneapolis, yeah. St. Yeah. Paul
0: area. So yeah. which other ones are you?
1: We're at Linden Hills every Sunday when that is a really fun small. We're at only small intimate markets, it was kind of my purpose as we ventured into this world. So we're at Linden Hills, we're at Wisetta. Um, we're at Excelsior Farmer's Market every Tuesday. Um, we're at Northeast, and we're at Mound and, uh, and Hopkins. I think wow. those are the ones, yeah.
0: So if they can't get to a farmer's market, they can also go online. Sure
1: can. And
0: what is the website address that it's they can find you at? dot
1: SitkaSalmonShares.com. And uh, it's really easy to navigate. You know, your first homepage um, talks about uh, our shares immediately, and then you can dive into our sustainability and our quality and our fishermen and our recipes and, oh, my gosh, so many things. So Okay, yeah, great. Yeah.
0: And, Lauren, what is the website where they can find you at? Yeah, we are at com. And gnome is G-N-O-M-E. That's right, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, dancinggnome.com.
2: Dancing Gnome Farm, yep.
0: Oh, thank you. Yep. To read Natural Awakenings magazine online, visit NaturalTwinCities.com. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the Progressive Voice of Minnesota, and we will be back in just a bit.
3: Tom Hartman here for All Energy Solar. One of the myths about solar is that you save more if you wait. But waiting to switch can actually cost you more. While tax rebates make solar affordable, those rebates are often limited and decrease over time. So when you wait, you risk losing some of the incentives that make solar so easy to afford today. And besides, the sooner you get your All Energy Solar system, the sooner you reduce or even eliminate that high electricity bill. Make the switch today at AllEnergySolar.com. If you're someone that counts on AM 950 to bring you the latest in progressive politics, news and talk, remember, we can't do it alone. Support our many great advertisers and let them know you heard about their business on AM 950. If you don't know who to talk to, simply write AM 950 on your receipt. AM 950 is supported by small, local businesses, so you're not only helping us and those businesses, but our local economy as well. For a complete list of our sponsors, log on to am950radio.com. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces is having its annual store-wide sale. For the entire month of July, all of our indoor and outdoor fireplace products and accessories are at their lowest price of the year. At Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, we display, explain, and install the Twin Cities' most diverse selection of indoor and outdoor stoves and fireplaces, including metal and masonry pizza ovens.
5: My dog Stenson loves summers. Visiting the dog park, long walks in the woods, and sleeping in the sun. But he is missing winter. Oh, not the outdoor outhouse known as paws or frozen ears, but those lovely long nights in front of the fire. I bought an energy-efficient wood stove from Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces about seven years ago. Having a wood stove means more than lower heating bills. It means a happy dog.
3: Come see us. We have over 35 working displays in our store, which is just off I-94 at the corner of Riverside and East Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, since 1977, out of the ordinary products and services to make fire work for you.
4: I'm Connie Burek, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind-body-spirit-emotion perspective. On the Awakened Living Radio Show, we will discuss stress, self-care, fear, happiness, beliefs, communication, joy, pain, trauma, and more. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Let us share with you ways to infuse vitality into life.
0: Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations, where we meet the professionals straight from the pages of Natural Awakenings Magazine, who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Braffel, and today we're talking with Richie Mann, a salmon steward and the Minnesota Community Manager for Sitka Salmon Shares, woo-hoo. and Lauren Berry, creator of Dancing Gnome <laughs> Farms. You can woo-hoo, too. Woohoo! Oh yeah. <laughs> Glad you're in the studios with us today. So just before the break, uh, you guys were telling us about community-supported agriculture and kind of some of the different things that happen with our food Mm -hmm. um, when it is harvested responsibly. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things that I want to talk with you about, um, Lauren, is... The need to, like, what makes local farming so different than, say, commercial farming? So why are the foods that are coming out of your ground so different than the foods that are coming, uh, that we may see in the grocery stores?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So I think when people think about organic organic foods or, or local foods, they, they think that, the most important thing is that there's no sprays or there's no synthetic chemicals, pesticides or herbicides on the vegetables. Um, but there's a whole lot more to sustainable agriculture than than just chemical application. That's a huge part of it. Um, but it's really taking a holistic approach to, to growing and trying to do what's best for the soil and the longevity of the soil as well. Um, which means building the soil community and that Not just continually harvesting 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 off of it, but adding back to it trying to grow organic matter in the soil Um, And that translates to a better product that translates to more nutrition nutritious Nutritiously dense vegetables and more delicious good flavor Um, But it's also really important, you know as we're thinking about how we're going to be treating the land and wanting wanting our resources to last for generations to come so there's a lot of different ways that farmers approach um Sustainability. Uh, one one big thing that we do is crop rotations, and so changing where what fields we grow our crops in that reduces disease pressure and reduces pest pressure without having to use chemicals to mitigate for that. And um, why is that? Why
0: does it reduce?
2: Yeah, if you if you grow the same crops in the same place year after year, then there's going to be residue, and there's going to be like places for for pests and disease to over winter and then come back the next year in greater and greater numbers um, so by, by rotating things around you're trying to sneak around those little pests and catch them off guard so that they can't <laughs> find, find you as easily the next year um, it's also important to, to keep the soil covered as much mm-hmm. as possible so um, there's really important you know we're learning more and more about the mycorrhizal fungal community there's these like fungi that form these beneficial relationships with plant roots, and it's symbiotic, so that they need photosynthesizing plants in order to survive, and in turn, they improve nutrient access for the plants. And when we are constantly... Um, tilling up the soil or if the soil is bare we're going to get soil erosion and those important soil biota communities are going to die off and so another thing we do is is keep the ground covered with growing plants um, in a practice called cover cropping also called green manure it's a way to add fertility back to the soil just by growing different species of plants on top of it and that just keeps the whole system alive and you think about all the all those living tiny tiny creatures that are coming together magically to grow grow the vegetables
0: so what would be an example of some cover crops yeah so
2: um we are some people are familiar with the idea that legumes fix nitrogen so they take nitrogen from the air and can add it back into the soil so so peas are a great cover crop there's field peas you can plant they go really well growing with oats um, so that's a really common combo. you, and they kind of we all kind of know how peas like to trellis. They have those little tendrils and they like to just wrap around things and climb up. And so the oats sprout, and then the peas sprout, and they kind of curl and wrap themselves up the oats. and um, together they fix nitrogen in the soil and and kind of have a, a cool symbiotic thing going on too. Um, but there's all sorts of different clovers are great. Um, as cover crops, rye is a great cover crop. Sorghum, Sudan grass. There's a lot of. There's a whole variety of different crops that are really nice to grow.
0: I can't remember the name of it offhand, but there is a trio that we used to always plant together. So it was the corn, the beans, and the squash. Yeah, right? yeah, the three so sisters. The three sisters. Yep. Thank you. I I had something else in mind, and I knew it wasn't right. Um, so yeah, the three sisters. So you yeah. start with the corn uh-huh. and let that get up a little bit in order to make sure that it's going to grow fast enough for the beans to and the beans actually start coming up. The kind of
2: climb up around them, and then, and then the winter squash will sort of cover the ground it cover, with their big leaves. It sort of sprawls out, and that's a really, really cool And it's really combo. great
0: because the leaves from the squash then can capture some of the water or the moisture, and <laughs> the dew, and bring it to the the roots plus it keeps it from getting dry the sun can't get to the
2: yeah yeah and it, and it shades out the weeds so it's sort of just this really cool natural system yeah
0: and so there's many places especially on the internet that people can find out too about companion cropping mm-hmm. or companion planting. Mm-hmm. Uh so that's a big thing and you were talking about the peas with the mm-hmm. the wheat grass yeah um and so one of the things that uh, you were telling me about is that you are also going to now become organic certified
2: yeah yeah so we've been we've been growing using organic practices for the in- since our inception, and I was really lucky to work on a couple um, similar farms—one certified organic farm, one farm that also had organic practices. Um, so we've been following those growing methods for the whole time. But this is the first year that we're pursuing organic certification, um, and that it's been a really interesting process. Basically, it's this this auditor. Basically, we, we submit all of our records and all of our paperwork and our plans for how we're going to rotate the fields and how we're going to make sure that we don't get drift from any neighboring farms and how we make sure that our water source is, is safe. And um, And they have a review board, an initial review board, who looks over all of that paperwork, and then they send an inspector and the inspector comes and looks at all of our records, makes sure we're buying the organic seeds we say we're buying, and looks at the fields and asks how we're going to manage that thistle patch. And <laughs> <laughs> so so it's been a good process. And
0: it is that is a really difficult process to go through. And it's not just because of the things that you can control, but the other things around you that you really can't control. I yeah, mean, you don't have true. a lot of say a, on drift if... If somebody else is now using pesticides in their fields, and the drift can come over into yours. So you said that you're kind of surrounded by a lot of farmers who are doing more organic practices. Yeah,
2: we're really lucky, and we're we're sort of in a valley, and our little swath of veggie land is surrounded by this these bluffs that are wooded, actually. So we don't even have farms next to us. Um, so. So in that regard, we're we're in a really beautiful and advantageous spot.
0: Kind of a unique situation. Very unique. So. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. That's really, that's a lot of work. Thank you.
2: Yeah, we're excited about it.
0: So, Richie, one of the things is uh, when we talk about Crop rotation <clears throat> yeah. and why that's so important when it comes to community uh, sustainable agriculture. You also have something similar to that with community supported fishing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's is a lot. It's so fun to, to chat about this because the the parallels are, are almost limitless um, between agriculture and, and and the ocean. And and so what we do, I guess, which is the the, the closest to what uh, uh, rotating crops uh, would be, is we. Rotate our fishing grounds. So we, like I'd mentioned, we target uh, twenty-one different varieties of fish, different species, and what that allows us to do is um, spread out our pressure on um, on different fisheries and different species. So you know, typically, um, the most popular fish in the country, you know, are tuna and salmon and shrimp and cod. Um, but we in, while we do offer most of those in some variety, we also offer things like lingcod and black cod and uh, halibut and rockfish, which is this beautiful, sustainable fishery, many different species of rockfish. Um, and, and so we, when we are um, going out to fish and getting ready to set the boats and, and, and get our gear ready, we're constantly checking the Alaskan regulations and the fishing regulations and seeing when the fishery is going to open, like to the minute. And and these are highly highly regulated fisheries and so um, if if the alaskan fisheries say uh... nope we're not fishing sockeye today or tomorrow or the next week that's okay we rotate we will then we can target another species and there's a reason why we don't they're not opening that and we have to abide by that reason it's because the runs are low or you know whatever they're doing um, whether it be we're counting fish counting whatever it is um, and and so we can we can move around and we can expose people to like yourselves to some fish that they haven't had like black cod you're mentioning like what is this This is so great it's a unknown fish really to the average consumer Um, but it's really healthy in its in its uh... population so that's what we do and it's it's just really the only true way to be sustainable Um if you if you target tuna it will crash and it has crashed you know the bluefin tuna is not a is not a healthy fishery anymore it's 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 a twentieth century species much like king salmon are a twentieth century species we won't have them around much longer Um and uh, yeah, so we, that's what we do. And it's just a, it's a integral part of our, of our business system. Yeah.
0: So one of the things that you had mentioned is the black cod and you said before the show, you and I were talking about it and I was telling you how much we're enjoying our uh csf that we're getting from yeah, you so glad and that we had tried the pacific cod yes, yes and it was it's so delicious it's kind of a meatier heavier fish but very light tasting yeah but i mean it's very substantial the fish itself
1: it is and yeah. then you
0: were and then i was telling you we tried the black cod now i've never had black cod before right and it, that is absolutely just a unique experience because it's very soft yes it's, it's almost like a melts in your mouth
1: it's super buttery it has more omega-3 fats than king salmon so it's of it is a white fish on top of that so it's very rare it's a very uh, special species and our our members only get that we don't sell that at our farmers markets uh so it's a it's a kind of an insider track that our members get and and then our pacific very special getting (laughs) it Enjoy every bite. And, we are, <laughs> and the Pacific cod that we do is is really unique too. You mentioned how meaty it is, and you know, in Pacific cod is very popular, well known fish. Um, but we kind of have a terroir of Pacific cod where we fish it in Sika Sound. Um, it feeds heavily on spot prawns, and so it takes on and spot prawns are this really dense, super sweet uh, shrimp. Oh. Uh, for lack of better words, and uh, and so Pacific cod feed heavily on this, and so they take on this flavor, this profile of kind of sweet, kind of briny. So when people have our Pacific cod, they're like, "What is this?" I'm like, "That's just cod, but it's our cod. It's a special." So we, it is different
0: yeah. than any cod I have ever tried. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's not your your McDonald's fish and chips or fish sticks cod. It is it is a special.
0: Now, you still have some shares available. People yeah. can still come in and get some of your shares. Yep,
1: a couple more months we we're going to have them open. Um, really, we have four available. There's three that are four months long, and there's one that's five months long. Um, and we're doing a special promo today yes. with uh, Green Team Conversation. So we're doing $50 off your first month of any of those shares. The code is GREEN50. It's green E N five zero, And that's going to be good um, to use until the 14th of July. So you have about a week here to, to take advantage of it and
0: and I highly recommend people do that. And they can go to your website, which is?
1: com. Explore it. Um, you can reach out to our support team if you have questions, but it's pretty laid out um, and, uh, and affordable, too. I'll mention that. It's really more affordable than people might think.
0: And to learn more about Dancing Gnome Farms, they can go to dancinggnomefarms.com. To read an online edition of Natural Awakenings magazine, visit naturaltwincities.com You are listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We will be right back.
5: Hi, friends. I've been talking to you about Minnesota's first green cemetery, Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens. It's an entirely new way of looking at our last earthly step. Burials are designed to have as little impact on the environment as possible. For many of us, a continuation of the commitment we made during our lifetimes. Let me suggest you go to the website, mngreengraves.com. Explore what it is. Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens. It's a lovely place, a peaceful place. Minnesota's first green cemetery.
4: Burger Moe's gorgeous patio is open for the season. Enjoy nightly happy hours, more than 60 beers on tap, and the weather while you watch your favorite game on the outdoor screen. And don't miss live music Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Offering 20 fresh, never-frozen burger varieties, Burger Moe's also offers delicious appetizers, soups, salads, as well as unburgers, dogs, paninis, shakes, and desserts. Burger Moe's is located at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul with plenty of free parking and online at BurgerMoes.com. Food
5: nourishes us. We need food to live. But how are we nourishing the food system? Well, actually, we're throwing a bunch of chemicals, and we're making the dirt dead, and then we're adding nitrates to the water, and we're causing dead zones in the ocean. Oh, and we're also causing climate change. We do that with every bite we eat. But we can create something different. We can switch to a regenerative system. And that's what we talk about every week on Food Freedom Radio. So tune to Food Freedom Radio Saturdays at 8 a.m. or anytime via podcast. Food Freedom Radio on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota.
3: Jeff Warner for Warner Stellion, Minnesota's original appliance specialist. We've been guaranteeing the lowest price on appliances for 70 years. We appreciate the opportunity to earn your trust. We will deliver and install your new appliances as only specialists can. Now for a very limited time, Warner Stellion saves you even more on appliances with unbeatable discounts. Plus trusted, fast and free services including delivery, haul away, and 18 months no interest financing. Visit your nearest Warner Stellion or shop online at warnerstellion.com today. Hi, I'm Matt McNeil, and I want to encourage you to join me weekday afternoons at 3 p.m. for the Matt McNeil Show. It's a Twin Cities-based full hour of talk where we discuss what's going on in the state and in the nation from a Minnesota perspective. We'll be joined by a lot of great guests, and we'll take your phone calls. Interact with us on the Twitter page, at Matt McNeil Show, the Facebook page, Progressive Citizen X, the Matt McNeil Show, and on email. Comment at am950radio.com. The Matt McNeil Show, weekday afternoons at 3, right here on AM 950.
1: I'm Richie Mann with Sitka Salmon Shares, a CSF, or Community Supported Fishery. The expression, know your farmer, is a familiar concept in the Midwest, yet know your fisherman somehow gets lost in our grocery stores, fish counters, and freezers. Industrialization has broken that connection between fisherman and consumer. Sitka Salmon Shares is reforging that connection through a sustainable, community-driven model. The world's wild fisheries depend on it. Sika Salmon Shares creates a direct line from our small boat fishermen right to your door. Learn more at S-I-T-K-A Welcome
0: back to Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're talking with Richie Mann, a salmon steward and the Minnesota Community Manager for Sitka Salmon Shares, and Lauren Berry, creator of Dancing Gnome Farms. So, Lauren, tell us a bit about, you, you know, when I, we were talking about doing this show... Uh, one of the things that I kept thinking about is years ago. Now I'm a lot older than you guys are, but years ago when we uh, when farmers markets were just kind of becoming more popular, mm-hmm. it became it was almost like you know an elite thing to do to go to the farmers market because it was a little bit more. Costly mm-hmm. than going to the grocery store, and so it seemed like it was a little bit um, more for somebody who was more affluent. Yeah. But today, really, when you start to think about it, in the grocery stores, the products that we're buying, the produce that we're buying, mm-hmm. is now so similar in pricing mm-hmm. to that that we can get at the farmers' markets, and especially what we can get with the CSA. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. are you finding that with your with your customers as well that they're coming back to you and kind of sharing that information
2: yeah definitely i would say that the value in a a csa box is very like literally a much better value than than shopping at at the store too Um, and it's getting to you sooner it's fresher and so it Last longer and people come back to me and they say your salad mix is still good and they're just not used to it and so you you do you have less food waste at the end of the day and you're, you're getting so much more out of it and it's it's coming to you fresh and so you know that that it's that highest quality right from the get-go
0: i love the idea that you get to try things that you may not ever even look at in the grocery store
2: yeah yeah so i think that's part of part of the magic of a csa box too i think as consumers we're faced with with so many choices. Like you go to the store and there's so many options and I think we all get a little bit of decision fatigue. I think that's a real thing and it can get to be exhausting and I think part of the fun of getting a CSA box is that that part is out of your control, and now all you do is you you open it up, unbox it. Some of my members say it's like Christmas; they do it as a family, and the, ooh, look! And there's carrots nestled in the bottom, and everyone's excited about it. And you start a, your your brain starts going of like, okay, how are we gonna how are we gonna make these things this week? Um, and that's been a shift for even me personally as a farmer, like learning how to eat seasonally, and it's less of like starting with this giant blank slate of what should we have for dinner, and instead like going to the fridge and saying like, look at this beautiful broccoli like let's have broccoli and then building around that and it's it's really fun and fulfilling and for me it's it's so much easier once I've made that shift and um, so that's that's the magic of the CSA box
0: and I love that I love that you say you know, you you're eating what is being provided to you, what's in season at that time. And I know Richie, we've talked about that before too. That that's what's so cool about the CSFs is that you're getting fish that's in season at that time.
1: Absolutely, and and you have uh, the longevity of, of your fish um, that you wouldn't get if you bought it at a store on ice or something fresh. Our fish has a, f- a year-long freezer life, so you don't have to eat it all when you first get it. You can you can s- squirrel it away for january and march when we're not delivering and you can you can munch on it then and yeah
0: i know my husband has already portioned us out and said (laughs) we're not going to eat all the cod right now we're not going to eat all this you can always order more i (laughs) I tell him that but he doesn't believe me (laughs) so so yeah being able to get it when it's in season it's also uh, like you Like I had kind of mentioned, you know, being able to try vegetables that you've never tried, especially people with kids. I mean, Mm -hmm. kids will try anything at least once. And so let's expose them. Let's expose them to something that they haven't tried before. I had never tried black cod. Now I'm (laughs) a huge proponent of black cod, right? right? right.
1: And And I think it also encourages you to cook with your kids or your family when you have these boxes of fish and produce coming Wow, how fun is it? I mean, that's how we evolved as a species, around fire, to cook together, and now... Um, If you buy something packaged in a a grocery store, you're not as apt to cook it together. So if you get your box of produce, you're like, oh, what can we do with this? Let's have fun together. Um, It just creates family. It creates community ties.
0: And I know a lot of um, my son and daughter-in-law, they get a a CSA, Mm -hmm. and their mother gets a CSA. Mm -hmm. Her mother gets a CSA from the same one. So they're always like, hey, did you try this? It kind of gives them another thing to talk about or the The opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) So what are some of the recipes? Now you guys provide recipes with your
2: CSAs yeah, so every every CSA box comes with a newsletter and it has a little little update about what's going on on the farm so you can kind of imagine all the all the little gnome happenings <laughs> and then a, a list of all the things that are in the box with the description. so it's you know if this is that crazy-looking vegetable. If you're wondering what that is, it's whatever napa cabbage. Um, and then and, and suggestions like we've been roasting our broccoli lately, and we just leave those little tiny leaves on, and they get crispy in the oven. And um, and then and then a recipe or two of the week, which features some of the ingredients that are in the box.
1: Oh,
0: that's great. And you always provide, I always get at least two recipes. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then you can always jump on our website. We have, we worked with some top class chefs a couple of years ago to create like legit recipes. You know, you go on the internet and you're like, oh, Allrecipes.com. And then you try a recipe, you're like, that was really disappointing because there's no vetting system on the internet. Right. But we have a high quality, standard quality for our for our recipes. So you can rest assured that they're really fun and easy to difficult. If you want to get really special in kitchen, you can make a four-star recipe or you can do a one-star. It's up to you. But yeah, they're all there. Yeah.
0: And they're great recipes. We're always fun to try something new. Mm-hmm. So Lauren, one of the other things that you have coming up now is you guys also have fresh pastured pork.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we have a couple pork bundles left. Um, We moved to a new farm this year, so we're taking a one-year break on pigs, but we miss having them around. So that'll be back in the rotation in years to come. But we, yeah, they're part part of our system, part of how we manage the land.
0: But you do have a couple of packs. We do have for a couple
2: couple bundles. There's small bundles that'll fit easily in your freezer and have a, a assortment of, of tasty pork cuts for you.
0: Yeah. And is that available right away or does that come in November?
2: It would be available right away. So. For 4th of
1: July, in fact, I bet that would be a good Probably, time to get yeah, some pork. we could do that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Great. Great.
0: Yeah. And, you know, looking at the rest of the. Of the grilling season. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things, and, and uh, we don't have a lot of time left, but I do want to mention I think one of the important things with both community supported agriculture and community supported fishing is it's not only about the great food that we get to enjoy as a consumer and that you get to provide us as a supplier, but it's also about the people who you support, the families that your businesses support and that work for you so lauren how many people do you have employed now during the summer yeah
2: we have three different part-time employees who who spend time on the farm um they also spend some time with my partner's business he he guides people on kayak trips on the mississippi river so so our employees get to have some river days and some farm days Um, And give us the name of that river. Broken Paddle Guiding. Broken Paddle Guiding. It's incredible. You get out, and it's a totally different world.
0: Well, you guys, thank you so much for being with us today and for introducing us to both community-supported agriculture and community-supported fishing. Thanks for having us. To learn more or to enroll in a share, you can visit SitkaSalmonShares.com and DancingGnomeFarm.com. To read the online edition of Natural Awakenings magazine or to check check out our online calendar of events, visit NaturalTwinCities.com. Thank you for joining us today, and we wish for you a lovely day.
4: Lovely day, lovely day, lovely
0: day, lovely day.